0: Hi, I am Rohan Thakkar, host of Beings Change Podcast, a podcast where people passionate about their cause share what it takes to change the world and before that what it takes to change themselves. You may have seen successful people talk about what they have, but you know what they did that made them successful? Well, that's the job of my friend. He decodes the minds of the most successful people. Do you know what is the common reason for people to become successful? Start and that is the common mantra from all our previous episodes that our guests have told you. If you want to bring a change, all you have to do is start and the rest everything falls in place. Today we are going to have one such conversation about the start of a journey into unknown. Starting to do not what you are good at but what you love. A start to change your dreams. A start to be the change you want to see. A start to take control of yourself. Today we have with us my very good friend from the podcasting world, Vijay Gautam. His podcast The Inspiring Talk is a chart buster on all the podcasting platforms and also hosts a podcast for uh, us podcasters talking about their journey and how they got into podcasting called Podcast Unfiltered. Today he shares his story from being a research scientist to becoming a full time podcaster. And He also dropped some nuggets of inspiration on how can you start your own podcast. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive in the conversation. Welcome Vijay to Being the Change. I hope you're enjoying all the things that are happening in the podcast world right now. It's it's growing rapidly and you have become the biggest name in indie podcasting right now in the country with your podcast (laughs) as the number one podcast right now. What's happening, man? Thanks, Aton, for having me
1: here on the so Rohan, And thanks, Aton, for your kind word. Yes, absolutely. I'm very, very excited for the kind of things that's happening in the podcasting landscape uh, here in India with every single platform out there trying to get into podcasting. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's very exciting uh, time to be on podcasting and doing podcasting. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Inspiring Talk, The Inspiring Talk, that's your podcast. What was your inspiration behind bringing The Inspiring Talk?
1: Wow. So, I'm sure that you might uh, know this story that before I started, uh, I got full-time into podcasting. I was working as a research scientist for a pharmaceutical company. Um, So, you know, I completed my college and I was working as a research scientist for this you know top multinational pharmaceutical company in the country and I was first year of my job I was like quite happy I secured this job and you know first year of my job I was working really hard trying to prove that you know I can be the best and got some promotion and got some a- a college and stuff like that and one and a half years into the job I realized what is it that I'm doing here? This is not something that I was supposed to do um i have you know been trying to prove to someone else versus but you were good at it um yeah i mean i was doing really good at it i mean i was i was like focused and i was giving my 100% and i was just trying to prove myself and everyone else that you know how good i am how yeah. amazing employee i can be you know and all that stuff and one and a half years into that i started you know, feeling frustrated, and uh, I think there are a few reasons for that. One of them would be the kind of environment that I was in. Um, the workplace that I was was not the most positive workplace mm-hmm. that you want to be. Um, you know, I. I see that people were always complaining about the job. And I could see like there were these people out there, right? Like who were five years or 10 years senior than me. And I can, when I look myself in them, like uh, even if I'm working hard and even if I'm (laughs) getting all the promotions and recognition here, then I'm going to be one of those. And, uh, you know, when I, saw my future in those people. And I'm like, no, this is not something that I want to do with my life. And then I wanted to do, uh, you know, something else. And I was not sure what that something else is going to be. And I think the good place for me to start uh, to bring this change would be to reach out to the successful and inspiring people and those people who are already doing things and, yeah, and, you know, have that conversation with them and just break down the thought process of these people and get into their mindset and understand what is it that these people think or how these people uh you know operate or what's the mindset that these people are operating from and that's something that i wanted to decode and the initial idea was for me was to start a youtube channel and have the face-to-face conversation two of us like me and my guest would be sitting in front of uh, you know um, a camera and then you know shooting it yes. and doing a YouTube channel, which is an inspirational YouTube channel, while I'm learning from these people and say, of interviewing yeah, I mean, interviewing yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, interviewing people because mm-hmm. I wanted to get into the mindset of these people and understand uh, their thought process and also understand about their journey, right? And um, with the job and my job was, as I mentioned, I was working as a research scientist and my job was not something that, you know, had a time, like sometimes you have to work extra hours. And when you started on some experiment, you can just leave and walk out. So that, yeah. that, you know, with that job. And I said, um, YouTube was kind of demanding and it looked very difficult for me to, you know, keep up, you know, even think of like doing a YouTube channel with a full-time yeah. job. and. And then I,
0: there are a lot of dynamics which go behind making absolutely
1: a, video. a lot of things. You know, you need to have a studio space. You need to have a lot of equipment, and you know, you also need somebody, someone else, to hold the camera for you and editing, and you know, lot of lot of things goes in uh, producing a video. And somehow I came across uh, this medium called podcasting, and you know, I I was kind of you know looking through. Okay, what is it that I can do? Can I do only audio only? And then I came across this term called podcast, and then. I went on to Google about, okay, what is this podcast? And I went on Google and I'm like, audio files uploaded on the internet. Okay, that's what a podcast is. And I recalled myself, like, I have been listening to podcasts without knowing that they are called podcasts back in 2011 when I was on first year of my college. Um, you know, I had this small uh, phone of Java, right? You know, um, Android were not pretty popular back then. And I had that Java phone. And I used to, you know, go to Robin Soma's um mm-hmm. website and download those audio yeah. clips on Robin's website. There used to be a lot of audio clips back yeah. then in twenty eleven and twenty twelve and also there was another you know, popular, uh, self-help mm-hmm. blogger that I used to follow called Steve Pablina. And I used to go to Steve's, uh, website, his blog, and also download those audio clips and st- used to listen to them when I was preparing food and doing all the course and stuff. And I was like, I have been listening to these audios and I've always loved listening to those audios, uh, you know, for, um, you know, the kind of content that I'm getting. And also I was learning a lot. So, you know, a um, you know, lot, lot, of my college time was uh you know i mm-hmm. spent uh, consuming those audios and i'm like wow and you know uh, like i haven't listened to them after i left yeah. my college and wow this is something that i have been listening and i think this is something that i can do from my bedroom as well uh, all i need is a simple microphone and connect and you know reach out to people and ha- start having conversations so that's how um you know i wanted to get into podcasting and the whole idea was to decode the mindset of these people and learn from mm. them than anything else and you know when i'm learning i i, I wanted to share it out to yeah. the people and that's that's how the whole thing began
0: Awesome. So uh, never did it come to your mind to start up on the things that you have learned before rather than talking about uh, people's stories? Since, um, Since you have already learned so many, for so many years, you have learned a specific thing. It's It's a similar story with me that I have studied information technology and now I'm into media. So people do ask me that, You have learned something for Mm -hmm. so long. Why do you want to change now? So did something like this come to your mind before? Um,
1: So, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, coming from a totally different background and, you know, having spent four years of my life. When I just started my podcast back in 2017, I started my podcast in 2017, you know, August of 2017. And November, October, Mm. um, you know, I had a kind of a big fight uh, in my house because my parents wanted me to go to U.S. for my master's and I had no intention to go out and study on something that I was not having oh. fun. And even after going and studying the master's, I can see my future on those people who were working there and I would be mm. paid extra. But the the kind of you know work and the kind of thing that I'm going to do would be similar. And where I saw no future and I saw that two years as an uh, you know, wastage in my life. I don't want to waste yes. another two years. I have already wasted four years by studying what I have studied and another, you know, one and a half or two years by working, and I have already wasted six years. But even if I have wasted these right. six years of my life, because I, you know, have wasted these six years of my life, I can't afford to waste another 60 that's in front of me, right? And, and I think it's a, it's a very important point that I see a lot of people trying to justify those six years. And then, you know, just because they want to justify mm. those six years, they leave another 60 without, you know, any excitement and fun and without loving that just because they have you know oh i have you know invested a lot of money in uh, doing that four years degree and you know yeah. getting my masters and now how can i go and do something that i love because i have invested that and you know i i just can't do that and that's how True. people just you know don't do that and i think I'm, i am i feel kind of uh, happy for having this realization oddly on in my life where i you know got that feeling that you know this is not something mm. that i want to do And I think I wanted to take a chance. And a lot of that courage of quitting my job and going full time into doing what I love comes from having this conversation with people. When I quit my job, I have had conversation with so many people out there who have changed their track, who have taken that leap of faith, who have, you know, done crazy things in their life. And like when you hear the story of people, like I have interviewed someone on my podcast and. He's got Dr. Sukhi Mukher yeah. and when he was my age, like 24, 20, you know, 23, 24 at that mm. time, he was like totally into drugs. He had no idea of what he want to do in his life. Right. And after that, now he is a global speaker, he's a best-selling author, and he has turned his life. And I, mm-hmm. I, you know, now you see that, right? So, you know, you are just young and, you know, you have yeah. a better, better starting off than, you know, a lot of people out there. And, okay. uh, and and you know, and those stories really inspired mm-hmm. me and said like, man, it's it's not about, you know, what you have been up to in the past or what you have done in the past it's about looking at the future and when you have that yeah. realization i think uh, the best thing would be no to problem. figure out the way to go and follow the path that you want to follow in the life
0: awesome I, I always think that there's never a wrong time to do the right thing and if you have invested in if you have invested in something you can always pivot to something else and that's what i i think you also want to say yeah, that's awesome that's really inspiring, coming from the host of inspiring talk. <laughs> so, thanks, thanks, yeah, Rohan. Yeah, yeah. Coming to the podcast uh, front now, we spoke about YouTube, and we're speaking about podcast now. How do you think uh, both of these are different, or the impact is same? What do you think? Well, you know, um,
1: I, I don't want to compare both of these mediums saying that audio is better than video or video is better than audio. Um, yes. What I always say is like these are totally different medium and both of them have their own pros and cons. So having said that, like, you know, the the reason that I'm, I, I'm a big fan of audio is the first thing is like, audio can reach places. Like I'll give you a couple of reasons. So first one is audio can reach places. When I say audio can reach places, is like you cannot take your video when you are driving or when you are on your jog or when you are on your trick or maybe when you are on standing on a metro or maybe wherever you are you just can take your podcast right it's simple you just uh, plug in your earphones and boom there you are whether you could be working out or maybe sitting on your pot or (laughs) literally you could be doing anything and you can take your podcast right that's that's the number one and another one is like podcast is the distraction free medium what do i mean by that when you go to read some blog for instance let's say on website you see these email notifications i mean Email newsletter sign-up forms popping up. You see that Google ad, and you see that related articles, and you see a lot of distraction out there. And the attention span is really low when you get distracted by a lot of different things. And same with the video. When you go to watch videos on YouTube, you are waiting for five, four, three, two, one. Skip ad, and you know there you go. And when you are watching the video, there is this, uh, you know, it's popping up. You know, the video suggestions are popping up and there is this real related videos on the side and, you know, you are constantly distracted and there is a lot of clutter and distraction on this medium. But now imagine the same scenario in the podcasting. When you are listening to a podcast, once you plug in your earphones and hit that play button, there is literally no distraction at all. There is no way that, you know, you get distracted from the podcast so that's that's you know another another uh you know powerful thing that i love about podcasting and the third one is uh, you know podcasting is really a um, medium of a camera side people and especially in culture like india where not many people are very comfortable on swaying their face out there because you know we have uh you know our our culture, cultural upbringing is so that you know we haven't been so expressive and you know swaying ourselves to us but obviously that's changing but uh you know there are a lot of people out there and you know when i'm teaching podcasts a lot of people come to me saying that hey you know what i'm not very comfortable with video and i think podcasting fits uh you know the bill perfectly so i think it's it's the medium of a camera side people who are not very very comfortable uh being in front of camera and the fourth one would be um the low entry barrier in podcasting. As I was talking about, you know, I wanted to start a YouTube channel and all those logistics, right? You need a camera. You need uh, you know, maybe possibly I don't have here. Maybe you possibly need a here. You need to look good. You need some good background and you need, you know, and editing takes a lot of time and and that's a lot of lot of work if you are looking at doing a um you know uh, video, but on the podcasting, all you need is you. Ca- you could possibly be doing uh, on the uh, from the bedroom, and right now you are sitting on your bedroom, and I'm sitting on mine, and you know it's it's as simple as that, right? So recording the podcast is very very simple, and entry barrier is low. Uh, so these are you know obviously some of the uh, you know things that I love about podcast as as a medium.
0: Right. So um, India is currently the booming ground for podcasts. What do you see, uh, where are we going right now?
1: Um, so I always say this, like when I started back in 2017, there were not so many podcasts and there were not so many platforms that supported podcasts. Yeah. But- the kind of transformation or the growth that I have seen in the podcasting landscape in past two years has been a phenomenal one. I have like personally and very honestly, I have never expected this kind of growth in podcasting landscape in India at the, such, a, such a faster pace. Like. Spotify, uh, you know, is betting heavily into podcasting, and is it's now in yeah. India, right? And now we are seeing a lot of platforms collaborating with partners like Ola, and some of them are collaborating with flight partners, yes. right? Yes. And now you can get podcast sitting on, uh, you know, on your Ola, or maybe down the line on Uber, and uh, every single OTT platform, right, from Ghana to Savan to BookmyShow, Zookbox. And every single audio consumption platform are now betting heavily. And if you have seen the news, like recently, um, the Saregama Macavan yes, yes. that you know that you get that device, uh, uh, you know, with those five thousand volts, they have released a new version where you can go in. You know, you can have access to the podcast, which means it's such a amazing news for the content creator like myself. And now, you know, we have started seeing the hoarding boards and advertisement of the podcasts, and we have started seeing, uh, you know, advertisers being attracted to podcasts as a medium and putting advertisements and we have started seeing the co-branded podcast where uh you know podcast networks like yours are collaborating with some of the uh big organizations to co-produce the podcast for example uh you know ibm podcast has collaborated with patium to you know do a so and so on and so forth we have you know a lot of uh, those kind of examples so all of this is telling me that you know the podcast is going to be literally in another two years it's it's going to be really mainstream and people like uh you know us who are the early adopter of this medium are definitely definitely gonna have that is and um and you know and hopefully we we are gonna reap the fruits of being being the early adopter of this medium
0: nice so as a creator what do you think uh, as of now what should be done for a booming creator
1: um, so I think there are a few things that we can do one obviously is to, uh, you know, get more creators. And I still feel that there is a huge gap in terms of demand and supply. Uh, or, I mean, in one thing obviously would be in, in terms of like, one is obviously having great content in the vernacular language. And this is where I see a
0: use. True. So uh, yeah, uh, most of the people who I know, who I interact with, they give examples of, Uh, international artists, international creators. I'm sure we have that scale of content as well. It's just that it's not discovered. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to say something
1: about that? Yeah, obviously, I'm I'm not, uh, you know, obviously, I'm not saying that we don't have good audio content quality. We do have the content that have, you know, won the weakest award in the yeah. past. And we have creators in India who have won the Google Creators program and so on and so forth. And we have, you know, several examples like that uh, who has been featured in the international stage. So obviously, you know, there is no doubt in the kind of content that we have. What I'm uh, trying to yeah. indicate is the local content yeah. or the vernacular language content. We don't have enough content in Hindi, uh, you know, Telugu or Marathi or Punjabi, for that matter, right? So the more and more of these vernacular language podcasts, you know, would be out there in India, then, you know, more and more people uh, would adapt this medium. Like, for example, Netflix and Amazon Prime, they didn't come up with their... You know, shows in the uh, in US. They collaborated with local local artists, and they did shows in Hindi. And you mm. know, uh, and and that's 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 a this case with YouTube as well. When YouTube first came, then you know, there were creators who were creating content in local language in Hindi, and that's how YouTube yes, took yeah. off. So I think that's the one thing that needs to happen. That we need to have more and more uh, content creators in local languages, Hindi and uh, others. And another thing is uh, the awareness of the podcasting yeah. is something that you know where all of the creators uh, need to work on um so even though like uh, you know i have seen tremendous change uh, in that like now uh, when i meet a lot of people at least a uh, lot of them are already aware of what a at podcast no, is, is but that's not that wasn't the yeah that wasn't the case when i started back in 2017 but i think but still there is a lot of room for us to Um, make people aware of what a podcast is and how they can uh, get started by listening to the podcast and, you know, um, and, and make their travel time or their gym time or their uh, you know jogging yeah. time such a fun one just by listening to these audio content so i think there's a lot that needs to be done but i think that's changing rapidly as well because now we have seen a lot of influencers actually getting True. into podcasting with millions and millions of followers and i think that's going to change um, you know that will bring well. more awareness about but, uh, the
0: term podcast so i'll just give you i'll absolutely. just give you a question and you need to suppose i am a i am a uh I may be your potential audience, but I don't know what podcast is. And you want to make me listen to your podcast. What will you do?
1: Oh, wow. Um, So obviously, like if you are in front of me, I'll just snatch your phone from your hand and just to go in, um, you know, if you have an iPhone, then I'll just open the existing podcast app on your phone and then search for my podcast and tell you subscribe and go back home and listen to this one (laughs) or if you and and if you have an android then i would you know ask you to download the podcast listening app and then uh, just go and find Mm. the podcast and tell them like hey look here is the um you know information that you have always wanted to consume and you have you know because you don't have time in your life to learn about the industry that you are in but here's the podcast that you can listen when you are going to your office so listen to this one and you know um and your mind is going to expand and you you will be updated with what's happening in your industry and you know learn a ton so yeah
0: cool <laughs> cool i'm i'm already sold <laughs> 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 so coming about creating content um i'm sure uh apple podcast all the podcast apps in fact have a wide variety of content and you can virtually start with anything i think it may be just and uh, in india the monetization part is a little difficult but i'm sure in future it it can come up uh, ha- as uh, youtube has been seeing uh doing it in podcast also we'll be seeing money flowing in in future but right now let's just focus on creating content uh, it can be anything. It can be like, I have started with a cycling podcast. Nobody ever thought of making a cycle podcast or automobile one or uh, of something for pet care. How do you think, hmm. what can someone do to zero down to, to an idea and just focus on that? How can one, is it right to pick a very small niche? Is it something that one must focus on a wider audience? What is it?
1: So I think, um, uh so first thing that i would say when you when somebody is going about uh picking the podcast idea is to um only do a podcast on something that they are truly passionate exactly. about and that they truly believe mm. in uh, if if you don't believe in your podcasting idea or if you are not as passionate uh you know about the topic then that's gonna sew up on your soul mm. like you are not going to be you know doing the same thing with the passion that somebody who has got that, you know, deep love and passion for the subject will do. Right. So that's, that's one of the basic thing that one needs to understand when picking the topic. Oh, wow. Entrepreneurship seems to be such a fancy thing. I'm going to do a podcast on entrepreneurship. And while you don't have any interest or passion about entrepreneurship, then, you know, that's, that's not going to work. You need either, either you need to be an expert on the subject or if you're not an expert on that subject, then you need to be very passionate about that topic. Right. So yeah. Right. So for instance, um, Sandy and Sunny does a podcast called Bike Radio Broadcast, but both of them, none of them are like bikers but they are very passionate about learning about the Mm -hmm. journey about the riders and they do podcast on motorcycles right but they are very passionate about that so they are not expert by any means they don't know even of the different terms in Mm. the you know bike when they started out now obviously they have done so many and uh, they have learned along the way but when they started out like they were complete outsiders in the biking motorcycling world but very passionate about you know the topic so i think that's that's the first thing and the another part of the uh, question where you said like whether i should go for the narrow or uh, like a narrow niche or a broad audience um then i would uh, you know say that i think this is something that we need to make advertisers understand down the line but the narrower you go and a very specific yeah. set of audience that you have that's gonna you know, be a huge one because now we have started seeing companies focusing on micro and nano niches. So the conversion rate is very much higher. Yes, absolutely. So imagine this, there is this company, you know, that wants to sell their product to the first time mom or, you know, living in, let's say, tier two city in India, which means a very, very, you know, niche audience that you are looking at. But imagine, even if we have 500 of those audience, Mm -hmm. then, those 500 or each of these 500 people listening to that particular podcast are the, you know, uh, target audience or potential customer for that particular company that's looking at the exact kind of audience. So now companies and advertisers are also, you know, even on the Instagram, if you see, they have now started going to the micro and nano niches. So I think uh, think that's going to happen in the podcast as well. So it's always good to have one niche and clearly defined audience.
0: Yeah true so uh, when it comes down to uh, you are a podcast coach so you are the guruji of the podcast and i can ask you this question uh, what is the checklist that a future podcaster has to do okay has to make uh, sure that th- these all points need to be marked before i get in the podcasting world or should i just start and then learn in the process
1: Oh, absolutely not. So, I mean, those, you know, nitty gritty things of figuring out which mic I use and stuff like that, That, those are the things that that that. are, you know, yeah, becoming a better editor or editing and adding music and stuff like that, that you can always improve upon. And that's how we all learn. But if somebody is starting today, then I always say that you need to have absolute clarity of three things. And I have shared these, uh, you know, a lot of times. And the first one is, why you'd like to do a podcast what's your why right the reason for you to start that podcast and unless you have that absolute clarity of why you want to do that podcast for me it's to inspire people and you know let people know that every single person out there has a potential within them and and you know with with my podcast i want to help them you know realize that through the journey of the people that i share on my podcast that's that's my why and that that's that's the reason that even when on the first six months of doing the podcast, when I had no traction, when I was just getting 100, 150, 200 downloads an episode, I still continued doing podcasts because for me, I loved having those conversations and I loved getting those occasional messages once in a blue moon that came to me saying, hey, BJ, I'm listening to your podcast and it's inspiring me. Just because I had that why uh, you know, clear why that's that keeps you going and that keeps you producing episode after episode it doesn't matter whether if somebody is listening or not to begin with and obviously if nobody's listening or uh, and it's not growing over the period of time then you need to look back what went wrong but um, you know but initially you know it's it's easier for people to do five episodes and say I'm not getting listeners and I'm not doing it anymore and um, and there are so many people out there who, pod fade even before they publish their seventh episode just because they don't have clear why right so that's the number one
0: and like you said it can get a little disheartening to see that the numbers are not growing but the whole idea is that are you are you happy with the podcast if you are happy then it's worth going on right
1: absolutely if you have you know if you're loving the conversation and if you think like again right i mean it could be for entirely for your own learning what's your why because i want to learn that's that's my purpose and i don't care about the numbers i don't care about the advertisers coming in and you know um, and putting money in my podcast all i want to do with my podcast is i want to learn if that's your why then you know that's going to drive you and you know so so that that's i think Having that absolute clarity of why is a kind of driver for you to continuously produce episode after episode after episode. So I think that's that's the kind of love that you want to have for the craft that you are doing. So that's number one. And number two thing is having absolute clarity of who is it that you are producing your soul for. And this is something that I see a lot of existing podcasters lack as well. When you don't understand who is your audience and who is it that you're trying to serve, then your content sucks because you don't know who you are talking for. That's why, you know, your guest selection depends on who you are serving uh, to and what is that this audience wants from you, right? What are the problems and pains that you are trying to address on a podcast? And unless you have that understanding of these people's or your audience's in and the you know the, the solution that you are trying to give to them through your podcast which means that comes from understanding them so you can even do a small survey of your potential listener asking what is it that you want to hear on this particular topic what are your pain points rather than you assuming sitting on a room and assuming this is what people want versus actually going and asking out people and saying hey what would you like to listen what is it that you know that you think uh, is the information that's missing there that i can bring and share it to you right having that definition of who is my target audience and also going deep and defining your niche so you know that's that's an absolute uh, you know necessity that i that i ask like uh, you know people uh, who come for my programs and otherwise also you know i've said a lot of times saying that have absolute clarity of your listeners that's number two and the third one is what's your usp which is unique so proposition how you so is different than mine, or you know, it's easy to see some successful so and just go and copy the exact thing and trying to sound like, hey, I'm so and so and blah 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 and start and, changing the know,
0: labels won't do the work.
1: Absolutely, changing the labels won't do the work. Like try and at you know you know like embrace who you are. Just don't try to be someone else out there. Why would I wanna listen to duplicate of XYZ so when I can listen to the original so? And like people go to the extent that they copy the so format, they copy the style that host talks and they even copy, go and find the same guests and bring the same guest, you know, just, just uh, you know, just to become uh, like, like that host of that so and it doesn't work that way. Like people, and, and the beauty of podcast is people wanna see the real you. They wanna know who you are as a person. They wanna laugh at your humor. Doesn't matter how bad it might be, right? And they wanna like know you how, what kind of person you are, like in real. And and that shows up on a podcast. And when you are trying to become someone else, and your personalities just don't show up on your soul, and that's a big no-no. So I think, what's the unique show proposition that you are bringing on your podcast? Whether that's the format of your podcast, whether that you are looking at the particular topic from totally different angle, or whether it's the format of your podcast, or whether what is it that you are, um, you know, bringing on the table which is not existent out there on uh, other podcasts that are already on the similar topic? Uh, so I think this would be my three tips.
0: Oh, this is very interesting. Uh, uh, we see that most of these shows right now are majorly major uh, percentage is interview based other than we the host being a differentiator what other point do you think comes in for making a show successful like uh, for example business self-help these are some of the uh, categories which have the maximum number of shows what do you think what should be the case for getting someone forget getting on top differentiating the show from itself
1: so I think, uh, as I mentioned, like what is the unique soap proposition, yeah. right? So th- when I say USP, that could be in a different terms. That could be in terms of uh, your own personality could be totally different thing, right? You you might be of uh, totally a fun person, an engaging person to mm. listen to. That's that's one. Another would be the format of the podcast, right? Even if you are doing interview based podcast, then can you think of the ways to make your show interesting? When I say think of the ways like that could be having a fun segment on a podcast or having a segment where, you know, you go deep on some topic or having, uh, you know, taking listeners questions or uh, getting getting your listeners on board on the show or, um, you know, sharing some short, short stories and just yes. tweaking a bit of the interview format. And there are a lot of things that you can try to make your show different than what's out there and just doing a regular interview, which is the easiest one. Uh, but you have to get out of a comfort zone. But yeah. yeah, obviously, there are a lot of things that you can try to make your show sound different and you know give a new flavor to the audience mm-hmm. out there.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So we're speaking about uh, being the content creator. And what I feel is that Every creator has a huge amount of responsibility on its listeners because they make the listeners listen to what they want and over that, in in a way, creator's responsibility to give the best quality content, that is one thing. But other than that, the kind of content that the creator provides, it has a deep impact for the uh, listener or the viewer. In listeners, I think it is more because uh, you you are subconsciously engrossed in that conversation uh, instead of the video. So what do you think? How can one be responsible towards uh, creating content or any, any opinions uh, that you have for this?
1: Uh, so I think obviously, you know, when you are producing content and when you have following, and I think this applies to people who have got a massive following. And when your listeners like there is a huge number of listeners, then they are going to look you look up to you as an influencer. Mm. And they are going to kind of, uh, you know, follow the kind of advice that you are giving out there on a the podcast. And uh, and also they are going to follow you down the line on your social media, and they are going to look up to you and your lifestyle. And uh, so I think obviously the responsibility comes in. And um, you know, is 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 a creator? Then when you have a following, the larger your following, larger your responsibility. So your responsibility is to make the positivity louder, and uh, you know, tell them the truth and show them that it's not only uh, the you know flassy thing that you see on the show or elsewhere. There is you know, uh, there is the uh, downside to that as well. So I think it's it's being more authentic and real and pushing yourself putting your real self out mm. there um is, is something that you know you you can do as a content creator uh rather than you know tr- trying to motivate on something which which is not um yeah. you know true and with something f- you know fake yes. or not the authentic self yes. of you
0: what i think is that in video uh, since we are talking about both the worlds um in video you can fake to a certain point of time but in, in case of audio, it just, uh, it just blatantly visible, uh, yeah, visible, <laughs> you can hear it, you can visualize it that he, he's faking it or he's creating it by himself. Mm. True. So audience retention, uh, retaining that audience, how can one do that week on week, day on day?
1: Um, so I think retaining the audience that, that def- definitely one of the, like, Primary and core thing is your content. So that's where, again, comes. Uh, this comes from understanding your audience. When you understand your audience, then you are always selecting the guest and mm-hmm. saying no to the people whom you know that your audience are not going to like. And the moment you record the interview, when you are doing an interview-based podcast, you know at the end of interview that whether this interview is something that your audience are going to mm-hmm. love or not. That's based on your past experience and the past interviews that you have recorded. You as a host have absolute clarity with it like I get this sense every single time and I know like the moment that I'm putting the episode out I know which show it doesn't matter about the person that I have yeah. interviewed it doesn't matter how popular that guy is or not but the moment I'm putting the interview out I know that this show is really good and the content is solid and it's going to perform well and I also know that this is not a very grasping content, but still it's okay. I mean, it it meets the requirement that I have, and but still there is some value for my listeners. So uh, I think making that engaging content and you know giving a lot of value to your listeners that's obviously one, and another would be building the community giving them platform to discuss and have conversation with each other, whether that could be a Facebook group, whether that could be a, a Telegram group or maybe a group on Twitter or in LinkedIn or wherever, you know, it's just giving them a platform to come and chat about your show, and have that conversation uh, going beyond your episode. So I think uh, that's, that's also another way to be in constant thoughts with your listeners and uh, telling them about your new show and uh constantly asking feedback on what do you think about the show. so i think these are some of the ways that you can build that relationship with your listeners and your listeners are built you know one at a time and you know it's it's a it's obviously a, a process in itself
0: awesome and with that i think we can bring the show down and thanks bijay for coming on the show i hope you had a good time
1: Thanks a ton for inviting me here, Ron. I really had a great conversation with How you. How does it feel for the tables to get turned? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was quite a fun. And you know, uh, sometimes when I'm when I'm being interviewed, I'm like, hey, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And oh, <laughs> now this time I'm being on SO. So thanks again for having me. Um, I hope people find some value on uh, you know our conversation. Uh,
0: last question, what does being the change mean
1: to you? Um being the change, I think, as the name suggests, right? Um it's it's about you know doing what you want to see out there in the world, and if there is something that you want to be changed, then why not take that lead and start that change yes. uh, out there in the world.
0: Cool, that's super inspirational coming from the founder of inspiration talk uh thank you Bijay for coming on the show it was great having you and i hope you would like to come once again and uh, our listeners will bring you back once again <laughs> so if you have any questions just thanks if you have any questions that. feel free to drop down yeah wow, that was something very much inspirational coming from the host of inspiring talk uh, this is me rohan thank you for giving your time i hope you enjoyed this conversation by the way, you can listen to Being The Change on all the podcasting apps, Geo Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, and so on and so forth. So do subscribe to Being The Change so that you get notified when we drop the next episode. Do drop in your comments on what do you think about this episode, which was your favorite part from this episode. And do share this episode with your friends to give them also inspiration about starting. This is me Rohan signing off, I will come soon, till then, bye.